What's up, good people? We'd like to thank y'all for joining us. Thought Magazine Live featured artists. And we got special guest family in the building. Trishina Connor, author slash dancer. Hey, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, put that net, put that on it, put that uh that stamp on there, author slash dancer. Right. Mm -hmm. so in the I building, like it, we got, I like it. You like that? That's what's up. I'm proud of you too, cuz. Uh, and we got my sis, Crystal Flowers, you know, you know, in the building. What up with your sis? Oh, not much, not much. Everything all good in Georgia. Everything good in the hood. Oh, that's what's <laughs> up. So it's, it's it's this is kind of a good one of those good vibe lives. You know, we all grew up in Saginaw together, and now we got sis Crystal Flowers up in Georgia. We got Cuz Trishina Con Trishina Connor in New York, Brooklyn, and we got myself in Arkansas. So, mm -hmm. hey, this is how we gonna meet up today. We are gonna speak about the things going on in the careers. Though this ain't just family talk, this featured artist talk, Thought Magazine. So we gonna find out more about what Cuz got going on in the game and let y'all know what she got going on and y'all support. Go find out about it if you didn't know. Hopefully you find out now and go and check it out. So what's up with you? What's up with you, Cuz Trina? What's going on with you? What's going on with me? Ah, um, <laughs> currently <laughs> teaching. Uh, in a charter school here in Bushwick. Um, and if anybody knows right now, the schools are absolutely insane. Um, yeah, so really yeah. just trying to stay positive and focusing on the kids and not all of the outside factors that I can't control. Yeah. Um, it's crazy though, y'all. It's crazy. Oh yeah, it's been a crazy two years. Most definitely. So yeah. what's the protocols? Like what y'all doing to stay safe? Cause I mean, <laughs> I wish I could show you what they gave us. They gave us a K95 mask. They give us mm -hmm. one per week. Um, I teach in a room without windows, which is supposed to be against protocol. Um, mm -hmm. But they told me to keep my doors open. Um, they did give me a air filter. They gave me two. Um, but I teach up to like 29, 28 kids and I teach dance. Mm. So there's really no way to stay six feet apart, three feet apart. Mm. Um, they do do once a week testing that parents can opt their kids into and teachers mm. can opt in as well. But last week we had like 20, 22 teachers out, um, mm. so many kids. And this week is just a different group. So, wow. yeah, you just pray before you walk in there. That's Hope it. The <laughs> That's oh, all man. it. We got. Yeah. We're going to shout out family too. Jazz, Jasmine kind of say, hey, family. What up with your cousin? Hey, cousin. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to say, oh, screen keep freezing. I don't know what's going on, Auntie. I wish I was there to help you out with that one. Hi, mommy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. So, oh uh, man, uh, we also let's talk about uh kids because kids are big with you. And um, yeah. what 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 got you 
into like almost your whole career is dedicated to the kids including your books and your dancing mm -hmm. yeah uh, what what, what led to that you know <laughs> if i'm being completely honest i never mm -hmm. wanted to work with kids um <laughs> Working with kids was not at the top of my list. Um, even mm. when I graduated from Howard, that wasn't, it wasn't in my head. It wasn't in my mind. Yeah. Um, but coming to New York and realizing how crazy it was, how expensive it was, I kind of fell into teaching my first mm. year. I'm not even going to lie. I fell into it. Um, mm. And then I loved it. Yeah. Um, growing up, like my parents put me in dance school and it was so expensive out of the way, having to drive like 15 or so minutes. And here in New York, there are so many amazing dance schools, but they're so expensive. Um, and the town that I work in Bushwick is really high on the Latino population as well as, um, our little black and brown babies. So just really wanted to give them a quality, free dance education. Um, wanted to bring arts to the school because, as we all know, arts can really save lives. Um, and then with my book, the motivation and inspiration for the first one was my dad. And yeah. then just looking at my cousins like you, my uncles, and mm. just seeing all of the positive things, all of the positive male figures that I had in my life growing up and still have, I just yeah. wanted to put a positive outlook for Black men in our community that are oftentimes overshadowed with the mess. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's how I got here. Man, that's dope. That's dope. And, right. and we appreciate you for it. We, with all the all the things going on in the world, it's not enough spoken about like what you're doing or people that's doing what you're doing like in totality. So we honored to bring this to the people to show that people are doing more than just silly stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy. <laughs> so tell us more about your book. You know. Well, you know, we had the book, so uh, tell us, tell us more, tell the people more about your book uh, and yes. the inspiration about it. Um, so my first book was published in 2016. Um, long, the title huh? of the book is, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> the title of the book is 18 Ingredients to Make Daddy, and it follows MJ around um, as she mm. creates her perfect dad. Growing up, my dad called me Mama Jamma, so that's mm. where the name MJ comes from, um, and he passed away when I was 18, so each ingredient in the book represents something that we shared, something that he gave me, um, that mm -hmm. I feel is imperative and needed in all, uh, not just dad and children, but uncle and niece or cousin and cousin, granddaddy and grandchild. Um, I just feel like they're all needed. And some of the ingredients are quality time, um, trust, protection, um, mm -hmm. support. I feel like sometimes we feel like our kids just need money. They just need the new shoes. They need the new yeah. iPhone. But at 34 years old, the things I remember um, from my dad is the time, the quality time, 
him coming to all of my performances, sitting on the couch watching the Super Bowl game, <laughs> playing around in the house, getting yelled at by my mama. Like those are the things <laughs> that I remember, and those are the don't forget mama watching now. <laughs> um, but no, that was it. <laughs> that 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 was the inspiration um, of my first book, and that's my first child. I don't have kids, but I definitely say that was my first. That's my first baby. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace, Uncle Pokey. No right. doubt. No doubt. Crystal, you got you got something? Yeah. What was the one of the most surprising things you learned in creating your book? Like, was there a thing that said, you know what, well, I have a message to put out or um, I want to cater to these, this community or that community? Like, what made you sit down and just say, bam, I got this idea and I want to share it with the world? Um, when I first moved here, I did a lot of random jobs um, before I was blessed to get my career that I have now. But it took me in and out of a lot of different classrooms, like elementary, Staten Island um, classrooms, Long Island, the Bronx. And just going in these classrooms, I would always look at their libraries because most of the schools had like a little library in the school. And I would mm -hmm. always see like moms and their kids. A lot of the books were like animals and their kids. And the only book that I saw with a black dad and mm -hmm. a black child was the child going to visit their dad in prison. Um, mm. And as we all know, that is a very real situation um, in a lot of our kids' lives. But then yeah. as I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, there's a huge gap because there are so mm. many amazing dads who are at home with their children, braiding her hair or cooking his dinner or helping with homework. And I just didn't see that book. Um, before I wrote mine. So I felt like it was a huge gap that needed to be filled. So our black men could see themselves represented. Our kids can see themselves represented um, in a different positive light. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's strong. Right. That's strong. And I know, uh, man, if they don't appreciate it, they should because imagery is everything. Uh, imagery has been very crucial in our history as a whole. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> many many times the imagery of paint a person stealing and they ain't stole nothing, and the person that painted the imagery is the one that stole everything. Exactly. <laughs> you need to write that down and put it on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, quote for the day. That's weird. Right. You know, we lived it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I got a question for you as far as, uh, did you, did you ever imagine or think coming from Saginaw, Michigan, that dance, uh, I think more mainly dance, cause dance kind of led you, you did more dance to led you into college, right? Mm -hmm. Then, then authorship came later, but yeah, for dance to kind of prepare you to that far. I, I mean, people, I don't think people seen or they might have, like you was in Africa, uh, you danced in a lot of different places. It took you farther than many people would under, you know, probably can understand that how far dancing took you. Could you explain a little more about, you know, or how you felt or did you believe, you know, all them kinds of emotions? That's a lot. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
from a kid, I always wanted to dance in New York. I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know what that entailed. I didn't know the hardships and mountains, Howard University, <laughs> that I would have to climb to, to get there. But once I was here, um, and every performance I've had, I've been in New York 10 years now, every performance I've had, whether it's been on a huge stage in Harlem or in uh, Uganda, East Africa, or at a conference in California, it's, it's mind blowing, right? Like it never gets old. It never um, is something that I necessarily planned for. It's always like a wow. Thank yeah. you, God. I'm here. Um, I'm still here. And continuing to allow him to use me in all of these different uh, venues, it's it's just amazing. Like, I know for a fact that I am walking in my purpose. I am very confident that I am where I'm supposed to be. I know there's so much more to come as a dancer, as a creator, as an author. Um, I'm enjoying the ride. It hasn't always been smooth selling, but it's definitely been worth it. Mm. Yeah, that's that's dope. I mean, the, the different states, you mentioned Harlem, Uganda. I know uh, people just don't understand probably about, you know, coming from Saginaw to Howard. I don't know anybody else that probably went to like Howard or one of those uh, main con uh, colleges like that. Uh, that's something to look up. <laughs> right. You know, it most is. people sit closer to home. Delta, yeah, they're Michigan, Michigan State yeah, or something like that. Right. Yeah, so, you know, Howard, uh, you know, that that's, that's, that's an accomplishment right there. I think I think people. I hate to keep saying that people don't understand how much you accomplished before the age of thirty. Mm -hmm. Me either. Until you just said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, because you know, uh, and and that's why I, I was interested and always kind of kept an eye on you at the same time. And I appreciate the support um, that you would give me too, and I Wanda and Bill and Robert and. Uh, whole fam you know what i'm saying i appreciate it too but i always kept an eye because you know in my and what we do we kind of more see like rap artists um businesses so your story was like different out of the norm from what how saginaw or most people saginaw might get out of or get into a better situation or just a you know a lifestyle uh dance and it wasn't it wasn't hip-hop dance it wasn't like, was you know not. what I'm saying, just, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't the average that most people would believe. So that gives a lot of people, younger people, something to see that is, you don't just have to hit one of those main things, sports, athlete, you know, is other ways uh, besides. And I, that's one reason I, I appreciate it and, and, and enjoyed your career arc. Thank you. Oh, right, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Since you got something else, yeah, I do. So when dancing, most people too don't get it that when you dance, that you're not only just up there to entertain, right? When you're dancing, you're also conveying a message. So mm -hmm. I've watched you dance numerous of times, and I could just like feel the the power of the movement and stuff. So when you're dancing, 
and you're conveying a message to the audience, what would that message be? Or, or say if you're doing an African dance or a historical piece, like what messages do you want your audience to feel from your movements? Mm. Y'all come in with some <laughs> <deep> questions. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. <laughs> I think... <laughs> Um, I think that question would vary uh, depending on where I was in my life. I would say currently, if you were to see me dancing now, um, I want you to see freedom. I want you to see power. Um, I want you to see genuine love for what I'm doing. Um, like if you ask my mom, she would probably say like I was dancing before I was walking. Dancing has literally been the longest relationship that I've ever had. Um, we came out together. We still rocking together. Um, I just want people to see that when watching me, I want you to see love for what I'm doing and hopefully inspire whomever to reach their goals, to fight for what they want, to not take no as an answer, um, and make sure you're enjoying whatever it is that you're doing, right? Like money is cool, money is great, but if you don't find love in what you're doing, then it's kind of pointless in my right. opinion. Um, but that's what, what, that's what I would want them to see. That was a Man. good one. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> Uh, I got I got one. I don't know if it's that good though, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> nah. Uh, what what high school you went to? I don't. I went to twenty thousand years ago. Uh, Arthur Hill and Sasa. Arthur Hill. Okay. Uh, well, still, I'm a, I'm a, I'm just gonna say second on high just just to say it, but uh. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you went from Arthur Hill to Howard. How was that uh -huh. that first first year? Like, how was that first year? Was you was you will tested? Was you did you um, think you was gonna get there? Mm -mm. I thought I was gonna get to Howard. Like, I still remember my daddy was still alive when I got the acceptance letter. I had just came from lunch with a teacher and a friend, and the letter came. We opened it. Happiest day ever. And then I went to Howard. Um, <laughs> I love Howard. I respect Howard. I am the woman that I am because of Howard. But Howard broke me um, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically in a way that I had never been broken and challenged. And it was a lot. Um, it was, it was a hard, hard five years. I think I wrote my mom one day. I was like, I want to quit. I'm coming home. But by that time she was like, you're too far in it. You have to finish it. Um, yeah. it was just, I had never had that black on black, uh, relationship, student teacher relationship. Um, I had a few black teachers growing up, but not to this magnitude. Um, it was a different, was different type of culture shock. Yeah, so you're saying boy. like a different type of culture shock than what the normal. Uh... Definitely, like at Arthur Hill <laughs> Sasa, I was one of the best dancers, and you know they were like, "Oh, Trishina, you're so bitch, you're so great." So I was just like, "Yay, go me!" 
And I went right. to Howard and it was like, oh, but you suck. You're actually not that good. Like your body looks this way. Mm, we don't know. Like it was bad. It was bad. But it, it got me here. It built me up. Um, it gave, gave me the backbone, um, whatever. Our director's goal was to make sure you can walk in any building, any situation and be able to carry yourself. So they mm. did their job in a weird yeah. way, but they did it. <laughs> it looks yeah. like that uh, army mentality. Break you down to build you up. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. It's kind of tough when you tough when you're going through it. You can look back now and probably see it and say, you know, more positive things, but it still was like, uh. Yeah. You Uh, couldn't pay me to do it again, but (laughs) (laughs) I I am grateful. I am grateful for it. Yeah. So I mean those stories, you know, but people probably don't know about your life. So I mean they probably you know, if they see it, you're dancing in Africa and you're dancing in New York, you're making a living out and you're writing books, they might say, oh, she had an easy road, easy travel and tell them, no, it wasn't like that. Right. You earned every bit of it. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's dope. That's, 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 that's something to, to look back You tell your kids or tell your nieces and nephews or just, just say, man, you don't even know when they get to saying, oh, man, I can't do it. And you say, hey, wait a minute. Let me tell but you. you. <laughs> right. I have a poster in my classroom. Like, can't is not accepted. If they say can't, they have to run, or do push-ups or something. Like, it's just not in our vocabulary. It's hard. Yes, yeah. you may not understand it now, but if you want to do it, you'll do it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's dope. Because got something else, sis? Yeah, I was reading that yeah. auntie comment. Oh, yeah, yeah. I seen that. I wasn't going to say nothing right now, but I think auntie going to get us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Auntie, towards the end. Towards the end, auntie. Goodness, man. <laughs> <laughs> she want to know. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, and we too, getting into too. it. I'm we still fresh in. Yeah. So, your performances. <laughs> um what performance have you done that you felt like it was more memorable or you learned the lesson from doing it? Oh, there has been so many. Um, wow. Um, okay, give me a second. That's Okay. Um, I would say when I first moved here, I danced with a company called uh, Deaf Dance Jam. It was a dance company in Harlem, um, ran by Aziza. She was the director and founder. And the company, we did a piece called Forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And in that piece, you had to write a letter to someone you wanted to forgive or a situation that you wanted to forgive. And at that time, I believe my dad had been gone um, for maybe six, six years. But it was still fresh. It was still very new. And I was still going through all of the emotions. And I was really angry with him. Um, but I wrote my letter of forgiveness to him because um, I blamed him in the beginning. Like, I felt like he had a choice and that he just left. Um, so I wrote a letter to him and 
people were like, while you were speaking in your letter, people were holding on to you. So you literally had to fight your way out um, of holding on to this thing. Because, you know, when you don't let go of stuff, it has a way of weighing on you heavier and heavier. So while they're mm-hmm. holding me, I'm I forgive him. I'm saying I still love you and all of these things. And I can see it now, like the tears, not everything dripping. But in that moment, still going through the choreography, still going through the movement, still realizing you have this audience here who you're also responsible for. Um, So I would say that was probably one of my most memorable and meaningful um, performances. Yeah, I could I could have just only uh, imagine because you know they say it definitely go through five to nine grieving stages, right? Yeah. yeah. So I can just imagine the audience feeling that that it, that strong energy. They probably was in tears with you. So I they know were. it had to be a powerful piece. Yeah. yeah. That was definitely yeah. at the top. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. That's awesome. We want to shout out all the viewers watching. Much love to family, family watching and supporters watching, and uh, definitely uh, reading the comments and putting them up on the screen. And I see Terry Dean say, "Respect Queen." We watching it and admiring in Indiana. So you know that that's much love. Uh, Zaria say, "Love you, TT." You know, I wonder we seen you. Say, "Okay, you know I'm excited." Love you guys. Uh, William Connor say, "Love you." You know, your big bro. <laughs> Love you, brother. So that that's definitely dope, and I mean, I I, I really, especially the respect respect queen, because I mean, like I say, people don't understand in our culture is is, and I'm I'm kind of in, in that route as far as well, not in that route, but you know, coming from the streets, and you know, not just being in the streets, but being around so many street elements, it's so easy to celebrate the streets, mm-hmm. and a lot of times people don't celebrate, you know other things or other parts of our culture you know uh, like maybe the street influence don't like that dance but you, you should respect it you see what i'm saying and you know writing books dancing school everything you done been through in life you know for them to respect it and show you as a queen that's love because it ain't because they loving you because you set somebody up or you sold right. more or you shot somebody or you know and and that's got that's that's much love so um shout out to terry dean and everybody watching we appreciate y'all you know and hopefully they they giving you the love you you deserve yay thank you people <laughs> <laughs> no doubt but i i i really don't want auntie uh putting her hands on me so uh <laughs> <laughs> so we gonna highlight that one right there, and, and and I'm gonna let you answer that. I ain't even gonna ask you. I'm gonna let you answer your mom's question, cause I don't want no problem. said, "Are you going to talk about the new book?" Yes, um, I have two new books coming out two? that I am excited about. Um, one of them is called "Learning with MJ." Um, it's an activities book for kids um it has a little of course like a crossroad puzzle math but it also has in there um a sign language couple of pages which has been a huge part of my development since i've been here in new york 
Um, there are a few affirmation pages, few journal pages. Um, so I'm really excited about that. And then my book book, my um, it's called Flowers with Mommy. Um, this book, I'm going to be really honest. Uh, when I first wrote the first book, I used to go around to different community centers and schools to read. Um, and at this particular place, it was mostly middle school kids. Um, and this boy, he stood up and one of his questions at the end of the reading was, are you going to write a book for your mom when she dies? And uh. it just like, ugh, it hit me. <laughs> I remember that right. too. No. <laughs> okay, time, now it's making sense too was, with the question. Huh? I said, now it's making sense too with the question. Exactly. <laughs> and at the time, my mom was uh, battling breast cancer. So it really, like, I had to sit down and, like, gather myself. And I said to him, I said, no, I'm going to write it for her now. I'm going to write it for her so she can read it, so she can receive all of the love um, that she deserves. And so Flowers for Mommy is coming out this year. Um, and the book is just to remind kids and adults to thank the women in your life for literally everything that they do. I feel like sometimes we become accustomed to it so much that we just think they're supposed to do it or they're obligated to do it. So we forget yeah. to tell them, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for fixing my breakfast. Um, thank you for knowing the answers when I don't. Thank you for mm -hmm. answering the phone. Um, so that's that book dedicated to my mom, of course, but then all of the amazing women who have, um, done the things to get me to where I'm at now. And hopefully the world is slowing my process a little bit. Um, but hopefully, hopefully it will be published, um, fall of this year. So those are my two new babies that I'm really, really uh, excited about. Yeah, that's, that's dope. awesome, right? That's dope. So everyone should be able to connect with that. I mean, mamas don't get as much love. I mean, they get love, but they don't get what they should because it's the protectors yeah. of the protectors of us. Uh, they make sure, like you said, they wake us up, fix us food. Um, I mean, even after 18 years old, you, they still worried about you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 34. Right. They're still worried about you at 34. Right. Yeah. Still parenting. Yeah. <laughs> still parenting. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that that's a blessing. You got one for dad. You got one for moms. And uh you said you got a th uh, the second one, right? A third with third one. one coming. Yeah. I would say the second one is Flowers for Mommy. And then the third book, uh Learning with MJ is the activity yeah. book. Okay. Okay. I got you. So my question is, when did that kind of hit? Because I know Crystal write books, you write books, I write books. I just ain't put mine out. Y'all done beat me on that. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's but, being it's your time, cousin. Right. Yeah, I'm 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 I'm, 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 a, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna pinch myself or something. We gonna I'm gonna I gotta do something, but y'all leaving me in the dust and I ain't I ain't too appreciative of that. <laughs> Nah, come on over. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but uh, the question I had is, I mean, Howard, 
Oh, well, we, we can't leave out Ark the Hill, you know, second on high, but we can't leave out Ark the Hill. Uh, to Howard, dance. What led to the writing? Say it again. From Arthur Hill to Howard, dance. Mm -hmm. The whole your whole career going. What led to writing? Uh, we the the influence, but what where did the writing come from? Was you you know growing up kind of liking uh the books you're reading and wondering about writing or what did the I'm gonna write me a book come about. Um, so I've always written um, ever since maybe eighth grade or so. I always had a journal. So I was either just writing down my thoughts. I used to love to write poetry. Um, that was really big, but never did I have the idea to actually publish a book. I had no idea what publishing a book even meant um what was going to be required of me um i think i don't think i'm going to say that god was tugging on me to to put that story out there because it needed to it needed to be told and a dad somewhere needed to hear it um a child somewhere needed to see it um, so that was it. I know um, that wasn't me. The book dancing, I can. But for the book, that was not me at all. Mm. Um, I will just say I was a willing and open vessel. Um, yeah. And he used me for that one. But that one, that wasn't me. I still yeah. didn't tell you how was to it any, the book. Was it <laughs> any creative classes or anything? Right. Any creative no. classes involved or anything? Just, I'm a, I'm a right. I I did not. Um, I, I I published in 2016. I think I wrote the first version in 2015. I let uh, one of my friends from Howard read the first uh, version just to like get her opinion on it, just to see what she had to say. Um, mm. And based off of what she said, then I think I let a couple other people read it. Um, and then my cousin, our cousin, uh, Equila from Chicago, she had a friend who published a book. And uh, I got her book and the same company that she used. Um, I called them. I had no expectations. I didn't know what was going to happen. And I sent them the manuscript and they accepted it. And even from then, I had no real goals or hope for the book i just know that i wanted one book in my hand never yeah. did i know that i would sell you know close to two thousand copies and travel around the world with it and mentor all of these kids that was just the i just knew i wanted it in in my hand mm -hmm. um yeah. so weird how it happened but it, it happened do yeah. you do you feel like that was like a healing process for you as well as a way to connect with the world on the, on the level that you and Okapoki connected. Yep. Definitely. Um, a healing factor, um, with it. Cause even today, like when I read the book to kids, they'll ask questions about him or they'll tell me something about their grandfather or somebody who passed away this one little girl, she was like, that's so sweet. Your dad and my grandma are in heaven together. 
and I cried oh. in front of a little girl. <laughs> but just like little <laughs> special moments like that, like it's healing me and it's impacting me, but it's giving them a glimpse of hope or it's giving them something positive to, to look at and they can see themselves in it. Um, it's amazing. It, it's truly amazing. Yeah. yeah, that has to feel good being able to empower and show others that I mean it's healing and and loving what you do. Yeah. Yes, definitely, it's so important. That's what I try to tell my kids all the time. If you don't love it, think twice before you do it. Like exactly, it's really that's, that's a that's an inspiring story too, and you know, um, just. Probably elaborate a little bit. I don't have to elaborate, but you know, coming from Saginaw, Michigan, we know the influences around Saginaw, and some of you, some of you people, you know, you know, might be out in them streets. You know, how or what kept you from not being involved, or kept you focused on achieving uh, at 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 a young age before high school to to almost ignore the surroundings of what's going on around you. I think um, my parents, I don't want to say I was sheltered, but they definitely kept me in a bubble because um, what was happening was so close to home, so, yeah. so close to home, but they kept me busy. Um, they knew from three years old, I had a love for dancing. So I was in dance two to three times a week. They kept me in church. I was always at somebody's conference, always learning a poem to re recite at a Christmas program. Like there was always something like they kept my mind going. There wasn't really a lot of downtime. Um, so I think that was it. I didn't have enough time to just sit and wonder the streets because there was always something next that was happening. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely. I owe that to them. Yeah, that's dope. And that kind of all leads into the whole spectrum of the two books, um, you know, celebrating your, your your pops, Uncle Pokey, celebrating Aunt Wanda, letting them know how much of influence they was in your life. So that's that's respect. Yeah, I owe it to them. Those are my babies. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> you see, since you got some. Yeah, so being that you have two projects that you are working on, um, you're teaching, you're dancing, how do you balance that with everyday living? Oh, girl. Uh-oh. Is it getting juicy or something? Huh? <laughs> I am one of the most unorganized just all over the place type of people this year however <laughs> i one of my goals for the year is to prioritize my life um and organize it so i always say like because teaching if I literally allowed it to, it would it would consume all of me, mm -hmm. right? So I would go to work seven to four every day and come home and just crash. And that's what a lot of people do. And that's fine. But I know mm -hmm. for me, I have to have a balance, right? So 
I am committed to dancing right now. It's mostly just doing liturgical in church because New York is still semi not really uh, running um, at full capacity. But whenever they reach out the church, I'm always there. Um, I work with another company, uh, Mickey Davison and Friends, whenever she calls. I just make time for what I know I need to feel Trishima's cup. Because teaching, I'm constantly, constantly giving, 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 giving. So I have to make sure that I am aware of what I need to be okay. And what makes Trishina okay is dancing. What makes me okay is writing. So my mom bought me a planner for Christmas. Mm -hmm. This is week three in January. (laughs) So far, I've written down everything, like what I'm going to do, how much time it's going to take. And that's working. Before this year, I did all of the things, but I was just really all over the place. Um, But yeah, just finding from my day job, as a teacher, which does fill me, but it takes a lot out of me. Just making sure that I have time to do what I want to do. If I work eight hours there, I can definitely spend an hour or two a day um, feeding my own personal personal goals. Yeah, yeah. Planners is a plus. I, I'm on my second one now. I think those things are amazing. They kept me on track to do whatever I write in there. It kind of keeps me. Yeah. Um, focus. So yeah. That and was especially good. when you got a lot going on. Exactly. That was a good investment. It was. And when you write it for me, when I write something down, I have to do it. Like if I think it in my head, then sometimes it's just a thought. But if I write it down, I have to do it. No matter what it is. I'm I'm committed to it. I don't put the ink on the paper. Mm-hmm. So I gotta make it happen. Figure yeah. it out. All right. Okay. That's dope. I want to know, uh, so we delved into the school, dancing, three books. What you got coming for 2022 and beyond? Or what do you, you, you kind of got in your mind that you ain't written down yet, maybe, that you kind of might say, oh, I want to delve in it. How about acting or, you know, hey. Oh, um. I do want to perform more. Um, I think once I got into teaching, it's become very hard to go on auditions or um, send out reels to different companies. So I do want to find a way and the time um, to just perform more for local theaters here or maybe like a summer tour. because at the end of the day, dance is and will forever be my first love. So I always want to do that more. I always want more of that, however I can get it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I do want to dive a little bit into choreography. I do it on like a school level, but I definitely want to do that professionally. Um, mm-hmm. I created a piece two years ago ago and then the world kind of shut down so it's sitting here i have it on the laptop it's filmed i just have to get it out there to the people get it out there to festivals um and uh yeah keep growing keep living keep writing and and that's also interesting because that was one other question i wanted to ask was 
we didn't talk we talked about covid at the beginning but how how has that affected you or helped you not you know not in a negative tone but has it helped um your career going forward uh dealing with kids more um with the way that covid is going on how has your life been shaped or your career been shaped around the, the you know the whole pandemic um yeah uh <laughs> covid definitely um just made me even more flexible than i already am i will mm. say as far as the book it hindered it for a second because i'm not able still not able to go into the schools and read to the kids or go to a book fair or a book festival and that was majority of my sales for the first three or four years so now yeah. it's just about becoming creative and found finding new outlets to do the same thing um as far as teaching I hate everything about remote learning. Um, I teach because I like to be around people. I like to share energies. And through this screen, especially with middle schoolers, there's only so much you're going to get. Um, so I hate remote learning. We had our good times, but I'm definitely not a fan um, <laughs> at all. Yeah. So, COVID, yeah, I'm, yeah, no. I guess yeah. I, I did grow. Um, I got to go home. I was home for four months. So that okay. was <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have you taken advantage good. of social media at um, any rate to kind of help boost you on, on the other end aspect yes. of things? Yes. Um, Instagram specifically has been a, an amazing free tool for everybody watching. Instagram for me mm. is awesome. Like I've connected with so many other black authors, um, people who do podcasts like this, um, publishing companies, different black children, book fairs, black children, events, little black girls. Read. Like there's just so many, uh, different avenues out there that without social mm -hmm. media, I would have no idea about. Um, so it has definitely been a resource, a helpful tool, and just a way to connect with people who has been doing this much longer than me. Um, and then for people who are just starting, who has questions and reach out to me. So social media has definitely been a blessing. Mm. Yeah, that's dope. Nice. I mean, that's a that's good social, social marketing tool, um, not just for personal, uh, just to help everything, help your business. Yeah. Um, so which, which, which is everything you got going on? How about, you know, business owner, you know, anything, you know, own your own business or uh, how far you, what, like five years from now, what do you see? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I used to say that I wanted to open my own dance school. Um, but if I'm being really transparent, I don't know if that's still a goal of mine. Um, I don't know. Five years from now to be five years greater than I am today. I don't have like a specific <laughs> goal that far ahead right now. Um, yeah. But yeah, just be better wherever I'm supposed to be. I don't know if I'll still be in New York. Um, I'm starting to get a slight itch that it's 
almost, not quite, but it's almost time to go. Um, mm. But I don't know where I would go. Um, Atlanta has been at the back of my neck. I don't think I would go home to Michigan. Sorry, mommy. Um, <laughs> unless <laughs> I, I know that New York is not uh, the final stop. So I'm open. I'm, I'm open. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's and, good. And we'll welcome you here. About, I've been saying about that cousin. Michigan, man. If they had more opportunities there, I think, you know, it's, it's opportunities for the creativity especially is limited. And that, honestly, that, what you said, would be a reason for me to go back, especially to Saginaw. Because going to Saginaw now, like, it's not the Saginaw uh, we when I was growing up. Like it never was really anything there, but there was there was stuff, there was opportunities, there was so much for kids to do, and just going back now, it's it's sad. So that might would be a good reason to go back and open a school uh, or bring support something. teachers. Yeah, right. so I don't know. Yeah, you just let the cars fall where they may, and everything falls exactly. in the right places. <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what what um, message will you uh, would you convey to people who want to follow in your footsteps, the younger girls that's coming up behind you? Man, um, do it and don't take no for an answer. Um, it's going to be easy sometimes. It's going to be hard most times, but with a solid foundation. Um, a committed mind, a open heart and a tough skin, um, with God and your family or friends or whomever, like nothing is impossible. Um, so just do it. Don't be a follower. Don't be afraid to be different. Don't be embarrassed to like whatever it is that you like. Um, Whoever your friends are in eighth grade probably won't be your friends when you're 22. So, you know, have fun, but move on Um, and enjoy life. Find time to really enjoy life because it's hard. It's a lot of work. Um, A lot of things are out of our control, but always, always find a moment to enjoy it. Mm. That, That was a word right there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> put it down for you mm-hmm. and, and that's great motivation because like i say especially in saginaw i mean like people don't maybe you understand that you know this was a rose came out of the concrete how pox say you know because where we come from you know i think more motivation for a lot of women is to yeah um i, I ain't gonna say but you know we got a lot of beautiful women out there that stories don't get told that can motivate a lot of the kids to not just go with what the models or the the the, the street elements or you know mm-hmm. and you know i love the streets i ain't gonna lie but you know it's different now so but you know even the streets got some of the most talented and creative people but a lot of times they don't want to let their creativity show right so yep. afraid of being different or sticking out yeah exactly mm-hmm. so you got to show love to you because you wasn't afraid to do what was probably unpopular around in our area because I, I really don't know anyone else that might have was doing the dance that you was doing 
or, or dancing creatively like you were, um, you probably know because you probably was around in circles more. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if, if the little girls in Saginaw know that it's an opportunity in the dance. And, that, and that's one reason why I appreciate it. And I took my daughter when she was young to your classes. Yep, you to, did. To see something I remember. Bethlehem. Ah, you thought of God. Aww. just to show her before COVID when I would go home my mom always signed me up for stuff y'all but whenever I would go home at St. Paul or somewhere it was always a dance workshop or something with the young little black girls and that was something that I truly enjoyed and just understand how important it is for them to have someone they can actually see in person right not somebody on instagram or somebody on tv but someone who grew up how they grew up came from where they came from and then just made a choice um to do something a little different right that's good you was you had the opportunity to plant seeds and hopefully Mm -hmm. you know some people grow from it yeah hopefully right yeah hopefully so and we hope y'all enjoyed this uh our show today with Trishina Connor, author slash dancer. We ain't gonna hold you up. We know you got other things to do uh in life. Um and you chose to be with us for this hour and we appreciate you. Yeah, uh, and we appreciate Thank you all so the much listeners. For the invite. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. And we appreciate everyone that rock with us that's gonna rock with us and watch this show uh now live and that's gonna watch it later on and hopefully you, you learned or you were able to see something different uh, and that's what thought is kind of about we know we can put on the cover the biggest rump on the cover and get a lot of attention or we can talk about the latest shooting and all of that but these are the stories we like to get into you know we like to you know something different that people probably ain't the norm though they think that ain't the norm so we definitely appreciate you appreciate you bringing and letting us know a little bit about your life and your career yes Yes. of course thank you people who are watching yeah people watching share these with your babies your little girls please (laughs) yeah and don't forget flowers for mommy and 18 ingredients for uh, 18 ingredients to make daddy. Yeah. Oh. And where can yes. they find that book now? In case for those who don't have it. Uh 18 ingredients. Um, you can contact me here on Facebook. You actually can contact any Connor right now. <laughs> um, my brothers and my mom, they have copies in Saginaw, Michigan. I have copies here in Brooklyn, New York. So you can DM me on here um, and I will ship it to you. Website is uh, revamping. So it'll be available in about two weeks or so. But for now, you can just DM me. Yeah, that's dope. Oh, so we we definitely, uh, I think, I, I forgot. I think we got to get another one, matter of fact. I don't know if somebody stole yeah, so ours or DM me. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be you looking know. out for your book, cousin. Ah, uh oh, you, you put the pressure on now. Nah. Okay, put the pressure on. You yeah. said it. You put it in the atmosphere. So now we gonna hold you accountable. All right, I'm gonna respect it. I'm gonna. I might. I'm gonna try to work on it today. Well, it's already done. Okay. I just ain't. 
you know, put it out on a, I'm thinking about some sites. I've been looking at other different like publishing companies, self-publishing. Mm-hmm. So I was looking yeah. at Lulu and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Create space. Yeah. Some good ones yeah. out there. Yeah, I already got them written. I wrote them years ago, and sometimes I'll be like, man, I need to redo it because I know I messed a word up or two or three or four. You don't yeah. always feel that way. I read my book the other day and was like, mm, that word shouldn't have been there. You don't always feel that way. It's always yeah. going to be something you can tweak. Perfectionism. I mean, exactly. You're like, oh, man, I'm, you might you, you feel like them two words messed up everything. Oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so well, but anything yeah, yeah right because we're gonna go ahead and uh let you get get on um do what you gotta do in life we don't want to hold you hostage or anything okay. <laughs> thank you so much cousins this was the best interview being interviewed by family that's that's real like i loved every minute of it thank you guys yeah, so much. i enjoyed it we enjoyed it yes. too we enjoyed it definitely we appreciate it and matter of fact uh, anything you, you want yeah, I see yeah, you got the comments love. in there. Yeah, you say, Trishina Connor inspires me to be better. Yeah, Gary B, cousin. He, he got hearts in there. You know, we don't see plenty of family showed up. So you got a lot of support yeah, from family, most definitely. Yeah. And that's village. where the ground. Yeah, that's, that's what that's it. the foundation. That is legit. It is. Yeah. You see a lot of people say, oh, man, your people outside of you, strangers are going to show you more love than. Nah, man, hold on. How did you get up to the point where they, the strangers show you love? It was probably your foundation Family. below you. Family, oh, that's definitely. it. Yeah. Yep. So, anything you want to leave family with or let them know about? We know we done covered a lot of aspects and said a lot in here. So, and they, they can watch it again. But anything you want to show them, just a shout out? Or... I think, um, I think, I think we covered everything. Um, whoever's watching, thank you so much for watching. Um, Siobhan, that's my baby. You're awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, just thank you. I'm happy. This has been the gem of my day. I have a gratitude jar and I try to write one thing um, a day, the highlight of my day. So this will definitely go in today. Thank you. Gratitude and love. We appreciate you all. Look, salute. And catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye bye. Peace Bye-bye. out, everybody that viewed with us. We, we appreciate you and salute to y'all, too. Much love.